A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. AM The Zone. Because we know your barn smells like money. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Okay, rainfall reporters, let's have those numbers. You can go ahead. Talk text line is open on a Thursday, 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. We'll catch up with Stumuck, our ag meteorologist, for a couple other weather updates. But I always appreciate hearing from you. I'm Pam Yonke, by the way. So for this morning, probably another good chance that rain showers are going to occur. Daytime highs today under cloudy skies, right around 68 degrees. But then starting this afternoon, we begin to turn the corner towards drier weather. And that's great news for anybody that's got outdoor plans, including our friends in Greene County. They'll kick off June dairy events Saturday morning down in Monticello. Remember, if you want to follow along with all the dairy events, go to wisconsindairy.org. Uh, So tomorrow's highs are expected to be around 71, Saturday 76, Sunday 81 degrees. We'll find out more about that with Stumach. Coming up next, Stephanie Hoff going to introduce us to salt. Salt. Yes, not just your table salt type, but the salt that uh, many livestock producers are calling a miracle. Stick around for that. Whether it's a lot or a little, we need your rainfall reports. The Rural Mutual Rainfall Report is on. Text your rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're reporting from because every month we'll pick a winner for a digital weather station courtesy Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. Text those rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. Soil health. It's the top priority at Midwestern BioAg. It's the first thing they consider with every product at every step. It's designed to build healthy, biodiverse soils to support healthy soil, resilient crops, and higher yields. Midwestern BioAg offers biological fertilizers to optimize yields during the growing season, all the while building healthy soil for the future. To learn what a Midwestern BioAg program can do for you, visit MidwesternBioAg.com. Midwestern BioAg. Better farming through better soil. Well, what do spa bathrooms, table salt, and mineral blocks all have in common? They can all be made of the same ingredient, Himalayan pink salt. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, and not too far away from where we are is Miracle Salt Collective. They source their pink salt from the Himalayas to reach the health, home decor, and food market but agriculture is their largest customer. General Manager Clayton Schimitz tells us all about this pink salt and what it can do for you and your livestock. The pink salt, regardless of what product we're putting together, regardless of what market we are in, all the salt is the same. Um, It is indigenous to the foothills of the Himalayas. It's the only uh, region in the world where it is found. And depending on how you use the product, if you heat it, if you consume it, um, there are tons of benefits and and uses for the pink salt, which is, again, universally um, all the same. What is the benefits of this salt that you source and sell? Sure. So when it comes to um, table salt, we'll start with human consumption. Uh, There's 80 plus minerals that are naturally occurring. 
and it includes iron, magnesium, calcium, tons of minerals that are beneficial to a healthy diet and again naturally occurring within the salt. That also goes hand in hand with the animal feed industry. So when it comes to livestock feed, farmers and owners can rest assured that their livestock is getting the same quality salt that is on um, tables for kitchen use. You know, another thing you described to me that makes this salt unique is that it acts almost as a magnet, taking the things you don't want to breathe in out of the air. Correct. So that ties into um, our decor and aesthetic as well as our health and wellness industries. Uh, so when you heat the salt, it, it produces negative ions. It attracts positively charged particles in the air. It works both externally in the air itself and internally for, for uh, breathing. So when it comes to uh, saunas, having it in a closed space, really heating it up, you want to make sure it's a dry heat. We usually recommend uh, infrared heating. It, it can help with viruses that you have. It does help with COVID. It also helps with asthma and any internal breathing and congestion issues you may have. When it comes to our decor pieces, when you have a salt lamp in a room and again, when you heat it, it will attract positively charged particles in the air, pollen, dandruff, bacteria, any unnatural toxins, again, that are positively charged, they will stick to the lamp. And over the course of time, if you see a salt lamp that has been in a room and opened and exposed, it will wilt down and you'll see white crystals build up at the base. That's the actual scientific reaction of pulling those toxins out of the air, combining with it, and then shedding. So it actually acts as a, a natural air purifier. And Mineral Salt Company is based in Wisconsin. Uh, what is your background that kind of led you into this field? The owners of the company are originally from Pakistan, and I've been family friends with them essentially since they got stateside turned into a business relationship. Um, in 2014, the uh, head board members of the company, they were in Pakistan actually looking at um, an alternative for road salt. And then we found out with the COA, the certificate of analysis and the breakdown of the salt that it's actually too pure. It's, it's too miraculous, if you will, of a product to just throw on the side of the road is just road salt. And we got into the different benefits and, you know, speaking to, again, the different industries and products that we just covered. Again, I've been in a background of selling different products with different companies. I've never felt better about selling something in my life because there's literally no con to this product. It's it's all pros. Another pro that you you and I talked about before this interview is that the ethical sourcing part of it. You can't get the Himalayan pink salt from Wisconsin or the U.S. Correct. Get it from the Himalayas. Correct. So um, we are headquartered here in the U.S. in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We do have an office overseas at the source directly. Uh, we've actually partnered with the government to oversee ethical, sustainable, transparent uh, manufacturing. We're actually the first company to take um, A at the source, mining it, logistics, shipping, packaging, branding, create a retail brand that goes to the end consumer, uh, not just in the US, but on, on a global level as well. And it's interesting that uh, a product that you may associate with pampering or flavor sure. is that agriculture is actually your largest customer. As of right now, yes. So we actually launched our animal salt in the summer of 2020, essentially hand in hand with the pandemic, unfortunately. Lucky enough to meet with uh, animal feed retail stores. So we approached um, feed stores in the, in the Wisconsin and Northern Illinois area uh, directly, got enough buzz, worked with about 60 stores and then we started working with distributors and the nice thing is with our with our pricing and business model we can work with uh, consumers directly or retailers 
or distributors or all three and maintain comfortable margins down the supply chain even to the end consumer. So tell me about your end consumer. It's not just horses, uh, which we mentioned earlier, but you know, cattle, deer, other animals. Yes, yeah, so as far as livestock goes, um, it's great for horses, cattle, uh, goats, donkeys, essentially the, the bulk of livestock. There's also a wildlife aspect to it. Um, we, we coin it deer attractants. It, it is an attractant. You put it out in the woods, you'll have bucks, you'll have doe, they'll, they'll come to it, they'll graze without any um, added you know, chemicals or smells that come right to the salt. It's also great for bison, it's great for moose, for elk, so it, it has you know, a livestock just as much equally as a, as a wildlife uh, aspect to it as well. How is your supply chain then? If you, you are an international company sure. and you have a global supply chain, how's yep. that going? As any company or person that works um, with international logistics right now, you know, given the, the war overseas, it, it's, it's difficult as a whole. Um, so it doesn't affect us necessarily any more than anyone else. However, us having a direct link at the source when it comes to pricing, when it comes to supply chain turnaround time, um, when it comes to introducing new products due to demand in whatever market industry it may be, uh, we are absolutely the company to work with when it comes to Himalayan pink salt. You and I are talking at the Midwest Horse Fair. Why was this an event you wanted to be at? Yeah, so we, we originally wanted to join the horse fair in 2020. Um, unfortunately, you know, the pandemic took place, so, you know, everyone as a whole avoided that. Um, last year, we were going back and forth, but we wanted to make sure that um, we had the full variance of products. So last summer, we had three Salt Lake variations. As of right now, we have six. We wanted to make sure that we had an assortment, a catalog, a brand recognition line for people to understand like, okay, they don't just deal with one or two pieces. Um, and then also at the horse fair, we would bring decor products just to show uh, the versatility as our, of our company as a whole. And what are the biggest questions you're getting from people? Uh, one, one thing that a lot of consumers will ask about is the comparison to uh, sea salt. So sea salt, uh, relatively speaking, and, and the short answer, it is less expensive. However, there's chemical additives. Um, it's not as pure of a salt, and it also doesn't have the 80-plus elements that are naturally occurring. So it's kind of like mixing apples and oranges. The resource is there. The um, supply chain, as far as our company goes, is there. It's a matter of getting the consumer familiar and comfortable with the product, understanding that it's by far the most superior salts in the market. Can this replace both your salt and mineral blocks that folks have out for livestock? Yes, absolutely. And the beautiful thing is it is pure salt, so it's the densest uh, mineral block or salt block in the industry. It will last the longest. It has naturally occurring elements. Um, specifically iodine and selenium are the most important at least here in the midwest uh, those two minerals are lacking substantially in horse and cattle diets naturally occurring inside the salt itself without any additives we literally take it out of the mines wash it with water cut the product according to you know what industry obviously right now we're talking about um, animal feed and then go from there we're talking with Clayton Schimitz, the general manager of Miracle Salt Collective based in southeastern Wisconsin. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Stephanie Hawk. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. This looks like a car. 
ass tires, headlights, a hood, windshield wipers. The doors look like car doors. Open like them too. There's a front seat, back seat, steering wheel. 99.9% .9 of the time, this would be a car. But it's not. This is a bedroom. Anita Washington's for five weeks. There are people like Anita all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll provide Anita and other women, children, and men with nearly 20,000 nights of shelter. Just one part of more than $1.4 million in food, clothing, furniture, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. When they love you enough to tell you you need a breath mint, that's family. At Mad City Moving, we're locally owned and family run. We're not afraid to tell each other the truth and make sure every job is done right. This is Brenda from Mad City Moving. We call that the family knows best move. Mad City Moving dominates any move. Their crew will handle your things well, like your things deserve to be handled. Online at madcitymoving.com. Mad City Moving. You haven't seen moves like these before. You want new floors, but you're not sure if you can do it yourself. With Wiseway Flooring designers and technicians, you'll have the knowledge and confidence to complete the job for a fraction of what you might think. I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Oconomowoc. See how our helpful hints might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. If your workout includes baling hay and pitching pens, then you'll be comfortable right here. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Trying to get comfortable pulling up all my rainfall reports on a Thursday morning. Again, remember that line is always open to you, 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Uh, Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist, uh, joining us this morning. So, I'm uh, just going to kind of run down what I've got here. It looks like Tommy by up by Stockbridge, 1.87 inches of rain this morning. Uh, Kirby over in La Crescent, 1.3.7 in Evansville from Kyle. Uh, Joanne by the hospital, half an inch through the day. Uh, yesterday morning, about a third of an inch north of Madison in Roxbury, courtesy of Mitch. I looked at my rain gauge yesterday afternoon when I was throwing the Frisbee for the Sheltie dog, and we had about an inch on the west side of Madison all said done yesterday afternoon. What are you hearing? Well, the airport at Madison says an inch and 46 one-hundredths, and La Crosse an inch and five-hundredths, an inch and 21-hundredths at Mauston. Beaver Dam weighing in at 67-hundredths of an inch. Officially at Fond du Lac, an inch and 16-hundredths over on the east side of the county, seven-tenths of an inch. So rainfall kind of all over. I see Reedsburg at 86-hundredths. And uh, where did I have one? Racine and issued 13 hundredths. So rain all over the place, uh, but it is starting to pull away for a bit today. Low pressure still out around eastern Kansas. The warm front right up into far northeast Wisconsin, and that's where there's rain. Northern part of the Fox Valley and up into northern Wisconsin. Oshkosh may even have a few sprinkles around yet. 
but that rain is off to the north. We get a little break, kind of a patchy, foggy start here and there. But during the day, that chance of rain redevelops, I'd expect, on toward later afternoon and into the evening when there could be another tenth of an inch or two to add on up. And then we dry it out beyond that point. That's better news for a lot of folks. I know there's hay that we're waiting to cut. I've seen some fields cleaned off in the last day or so. Well, now the rain may slow that down somewhat, but we are going to dry it out a bit for Friday and Saturday. I expect late Saturday, Saturday night, the next chance of a little rain, some scattered showers, maybe an isolated thunderstorm around, but it does get a lot warmer because as we make our way on towards Sunday and Monday, I think it's a little more likely we start to talk about 80-degree temperatures, and there's a chance we may record some 90s in Wisconsin, if not Monday, certainly on toward Tuesday. You know there's going to be some humidity with that. It's going to take that summer turn real quickly as we make our way through this Memorial Day weekend. Well, there still could be that little rain late Saturday or Saturday night. Otherwise, the heat and the humidity is going to turn on. That means crops grow really well, and we're going to be able to hopefully get some hay made in between, and we're going to feel more summery and a little more uncomfortable, I have no doubt. I'll have forecast details right after this. When hot weather strikes, cattle are stressed. Feed intake decreases and milk production drops. Summer heat may also impact the performance of your herd's reproductive program. Protect your bottom line this summer. Add BioVet's Bovine Gold Light to the TMR and keep your livestock hydrated, milk production up, and breeding program in check. Add Bovine Gold Light to your operation today. Find BioVet online at bio-vet.com. Bio-vet.com. My name is Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. Wisconsinites love local. Uh, we love buying local. We love knowing who we're buying from. Uh, and that's what we were able to offer to them. We keep hearing, I've really thought about solar for a long time. I'm finally able to do it because I've got a local person that I can trust. The more you know about solar, the better. But I think the most important thing is knowing who to work with. And that's us. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com and start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. All righty, Stu, let's have a little bit more detail on that forecast. All right, well, that low that's in Kansas just slowly is going to head to our south and east as we head through the next couple of days, and that's why today I expect a little patchy fog and a cloudy day, showers and possibly even some thunderstorms redeveloping later in the day. Could be a few sprinkles, Oshkosh and North yet this morning. Look for temps today in the upper 60s, not uncomfortable at all, with the southwest breezes only about 5 to 10. Overnight showers could be some thunderstorms. They should end as we head toward daybreak, so it stays cloudy. Nighttime lows in the lower 50s with the northeast winds at 5 to 10. And then Friday, more of a partly sunny day. Even more sun in western Wisconsin. Upper 60s, about 70. La Crosse, even Boston, low 70s most likely. North winds about 5 to 15. Saturday, mostly sunny, warmer. A lot of mid and upper 70s, especially in western Wisconsin, could be that late day shower, thunderstorm, a small chance, south winds at 5 to 10. And I know you're looking forward to Sunday, Pam. Let's say just in the lower 80s and upper 80s with sunshine on Memorial Monday. Yeah, it's. Uh, I saw that warming trend coming. A couple more rainfall reports. Thank you for those. 1.6 by Alto coming in this morning. So uh, definitely wrung out those clouds a little bit. Going to put us on the sidelines for a while. Well, we got one more day to talk about it before we're into the weekend, buddy. I'll catch up with you tomorrow and talk about that. 
Absolutely. Have a great day. All right. Stu Mucker, Ag Meteorologist, giving you the weather details that you're looking for. And like I said, I'll be sharing those rainfall report details just as quick as you get them to me. Remember, you can use the talk text line, which means you can call it or you can text it. 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Love to hear the rainfall reports. Tell me what's going on as far as uh, the crop progress in your backyard. How's the garden coming along? Maybe there's an event you want me to know about. That's the best way to communicate directly with me. 877-301-FARM. 877-301-3276. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. It's time for this week's planting update with Lucas Clayton, sales manager with Wiffles Hybrids. How's it going out there, Lucas? In the last couple of weeks, as corn is emerging, you know, we're out looking at our research locations, have one right up in DeForest, uh, you know, just evaluating emergence on, on new genetics as well as current genetics that we're selling. A couple uh, newer hybrids that we've had in that 97 to about 100 day is some 1758. It's a new smart stacks for us, a 97 day, as well as a, a 1996, which is a, a double pro and 2656 all kind of right in that 97 to 100 day. This crop went in really fast once that weather did allow us to, uh, you know, get out there and get in that field. And the weather they're calling for here in the next week and the Memorial Day weekend, you know, with some rain and some heat, this corn's really going to take off. And definitely want to be on our toes to making sure, you know, we're getting out there and getting that second pass of herbicide applied at the proper time and, you know, putting on that early uh, fungicide application if that's part of your program as well. That's Lucas Clayton, sales manager with Wiffles Hybrids. For more information, visit wiffles.com. When you walk into Blaine's Farm and Fleet, you'll always find friendly, helpful service, great prices, and brand name products you can rely on. Like Hillman Grade 2 Builders Hardware, now 10% off. Power up your equipment with AA or AAA Energizer Max batteries. An 8-pack, your choice, $6.99. Pick up an aluminum rear cargo carrier from Laren. It's great for luggage, coolers, or just about anything that won't fit in your vehicle. On sale, $129.99. And save 10% on six-rail utility gates from Balin. You'll also find these great doorbuster deals. 50-pound bags of Farm and Fleet Performance Dog Food or 40-pound bags of Farm and Fleet Original Cat Food, now $2 off. Rewards members get $3 off. Pick up a 22-pint Danby Dehumidifier. It's $179.99. For superior products, trust the experts at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Plus, for easy shopping, buy online for drive-thru, ship-to-home, or same-day delivery options. Let Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison help you catch the island spirit with our Tiki Loot Party. On Saturday evening, June 4th, 37 winners will share in a massive amount of cash prizes and rewards play. It's going to be a huge night with four winners selected every half hour between 5 and 9 p.m. Then at 9.30, one grand prize winner will land a big one. $20,000 in cash. But don't wait until the 4th for all this tiki fun. Check out our bar for some luau-inspired drink specials all month long. Come and get the tropical feeling at Ho-Chunk Gaming Sometimes people think we're the bathroom remodeling place that just covers up your old stuff. It's how Rebath got its start 40 years ago. But just as technology has improved since dial phones, we've grown to become a total bathroom remodeling company. Free in-home consultation, free custom design, an affordable new bath in just days, not weeks. Visit our showroom on Stoughton Road or Rebath.com. Rebath, making it easy to love your bath. 
Hi, it's Preston from Window World. Our courteous and talented installation team will make your project worry-free. Whether it's a new entry door, creating that perfect statement for the front of your home, or a clean new patio door that doesn't require Herculean strength to open. No matter the task, our employees will do what it takes to earn your satisfaction. Call me today or visit windowworldmadison.com. Because of you, someone will feel more at home in their new home. Because of you, living with memory loss is a little less scary. Because you put the Bright Star in senior living. Bright Star is looking for caregivers and resident assistants. Bright Star believes in providing the highest quality assisted living and memory care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the Bright Star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. This is the story of Daniel, who was born two months early. His lungs weren't ready. His heart wasn't ready. His parents could only hope that one day he would leave the hospital healthy, and they would all live happily ever after. Daniel's is just one of the more than 500,000 stories of babies born prematurely last year. You can help the March of Dimes stop premature birth and bring more babies home healthy. Learn how at marchofdimes.com. Working together for stronger, healthier babies. You may know Rural Mutual Insurance as the number one farm insurer, but did you know they also offer competitive home, auto, business, and life insurance? They make it convenient to bundle your insurance while saving you time and money. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn more. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Moving forward for the Milwaukee Brewers, do we kind of have an answer or can we see what they are kind of thinking moving forward? Well, we saw it last night and honestly, I like it a lot. So Josh Hader is insanely dominant and he's going to hopefully be back soon. We don't know when, maybe after the Cardinals series, maybe during the upcoming four game set there. But Devin Williams moved to the closer role. We know that. That was the given. Yeah. Trevor Gott was used last night in the eighth inning. And I'm going to I'm gonna say today, that's what I think they should do. When you look across the team and uh, where they've been used throughout the year has been relying on a couple different things. But the numbers, I think, are undeniable at this point. He's pitched in 17 games. His strikeout per nine is third on the team behind Hayter and Williams out of the bullpen. That is uh, it's better than Milner. It's better than Boxberger. Uh, his, his ERA is 2.25, but what we've seen so far, his FIP or FIP is 2.31. So it's one that, that his ERA is reflective of how he's pitching right now. If you will, Devin Williams, on the other hand, like you mentioned 3.71 ERA, a lot of his struggles have come from walks. He's walked 11 guys in 19 innings, far too much for a reliever. But his FIP, FIP, is down at 1.36. So although his ERA is up in 3.7, you expect it to regress down closer to where that number is. So expect more positive stuff coming from him in the future. Uh, like all of, all of Trevor Gott's numbers, when you look across the board, are clearly third best on the, uh, in the bullpen, aside from Hader and Williams. So I love him moving to the eighth. And then you go Boxberger and Gott next to him. Uh, Suter as, you know, your long relief longer relief guy and then you figure it out from there so I actually figured that they would just do the straightforward thing and that would be move Devin Williams to closer that's 
predictable and then have the Brad Boxbergers of the world move into the eighth inning role just because he had been in that seventh inning role. Now, Trevor Gott has been throwing the ball better so far this season than Brad Boxberger. Not saying Brad Boxberger has thrown the ball bad at all. He's been pretty solid as well outside of his last couple outings. But I think the really interesting thing for Trevor Gott is the fact that David Stearns has been known since he became the GM of the Milwaukee Brewers to find some of these guys that maybe they had been pretty good, uh, pretty good veterans in the past and have fallen on hard times and or were like those fringe quadruple A players that were back and forth between triple A and Major League Baseball and never really cut out a role and turn them around and all of a sudden they're pretty serviceable players. Trevor Gott's the real interesting one. So if you go way back to before the lockout, Trevor Gott and Hunter Renfro were some of the last real moves that the Brewers made before the lockout was lifted. Trevor Gott, nothing really special, right? And didn't move the needle in anyone else's mind. It was a move where you were signing a, a guy that was in his late 20s, relief pitcher, He's seen parts of seven season in the major leagues, but really only played a majority of the season twice at the major league level. Pretty much that triple a big league player back and forth quadruple a guy. I think the craziest thing about that is the fact that the Milwaukee Brewers, David Stearns will even throw in Corbin Burns and, and Eric Lauer at the, they're known for that pitching lab, right? They have that little fab lab, that pitching lab, and that they can go and work with these guys and turn them into much better products of what they were. This has absolutely nothing to do with that. Trevor Gott has come in here and thrown the ball extremely well where he was locked out of facilities due to the lockout. Then all of a sudden had a shortened spring training where he obviously pitched pretty well and made the team and now has been throwing the ball even better in the regular season. This is all on Trevor Gott. You can you can use the pitching lab for some of the other guys, but this is all on Trevor Gott. He's come out of nowhere and arguably has been the second best reliever out of the pen behind Hader. If you look at purely the numbers. I want to ask you, there there's a number that adjusts a, a pitcher's ERA to the ballpark he plays in meaning we're not going to completely screw the pitchers that pitch in really hitter-friendly parks. Where do you think he ranks entire pitching staff wide in this number, including the starters? I'm going to go with... Mm, now, there is a caveat. Josh Hader has not pitched enough innings, I believe, to qualify. Okay, so I was going to go, he's obviously behind Hader. Everyone's behind Hader. Yes. Everyone in the entire league is behind Hader. Um, so, yeah, behind Hader, and then I was going to go with probably just Corbin Burns. He is behind Corbin Burns and Eric Lauer. Connecting producers and consumers one story at a time. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Young. How to make sense of these markets. That is what we're focused on for Thursday morning. Mike North, uh, primary principal with Everag out of Platteville location, is going to be joining us this morning. You know, I think a lot of us have been watching the very erratic trade that the Dow Jones Industrial Average has been cycling through. And yesterday in Chicago, our commodities were generally in soft position. Mike North going to focus in on dairy and what's happening there. Stick around for that. Glad you're along with us. I'm Farm Director Pam Yankee again calling for your rainfall reports or maybe you want to give me an update on what's happening in your garden or the planting situation. That talk text line 877- 
877-301-FARM. 877-301-3276. And remember, next week we will draw a random winner of the Rural Mutual Insurance Weather Station. So if you want to qualify for that, you need to get involved in our talk text line today. 877-301-FARM. So thunderstorms should end this morning, hopefully not redeveloping this afternoon. 68 are expected high. For, fr- or for Friday, should stay dry, 71. Saturday, dry and 76. Sunday, dry and 81 degrees. So today is the 26th day of May. On this day back in 1997, 60 festival attendees were arrested at the 8th annual Weedstock Festival. It was held in Ferryville, Wisconsin, a pro-marijuana event, and apparently law enforcement stepped in. 60 attendees arrested on this day back in 1997. On this day in 1923, the 24 Hours of Le Mans held for the very first time. Now, I've heard of Le Mans, but I didn't really understand what it's all about. So basically, it is an endurance contest. How far race car drivers can go in 24 hours' time. The very very first 24 hours of Le Mans was held back in 1923 on this date, and at that time only three competitors were participating. On this day in 1896, the Dow Jones Industrial Average published for the very first time. Now it is one of the world's most important stock market indices. And now you know. It's time again for our Alcibia Co-op Talk, a regular feature that helps you better understand the depth of resources available through Alcivia Cooperative. All together now, you can find more at alcivia.com. Happy today to be joined by their chief operating officer. That's Rodney Balvich. Rod, let's talk just a little bit about the conversations going on these days. Boy, it is a busy time for all of Wisconsin agriculture. How are you keeping up? Well, we're certainly trying to meet the needs of our producer members, and uh, today that can that can vary from uh, staffing challenges to parts challenges as we have breakdowns with our field application equipment, making sure that we've got the parts that to make those repairs to get back at it and make sure that the product is getting on the field. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that is trucks or the field application equipment, that's certainly something that we were well aware of over the winter and tried their best to do preventative maintenance on those machines. And uh, even still, the best preventative maintenance plan still tends to have breakdowns from time to time. And uh, we're trying to minimize that as much as we can. But that's certainly something that's front and center on our minds as we go to the field every morning. And I bet there's just a bunch of farmers nodding their heads in agreement on that. Let me ask you, Rodney, before we had the pandemic, there were many agribusinesses, retailers, of many people in manufacturing that had uh, that just-in-time attitude about uh, bringing in supplies. Nobody really had a lot on hand because the systems were working to bring it in just when you needed it. Has that at all changed at Alcivia, your perspective, how you approach things? Share with me that. Well, our perspective has changed some. We're trying to be as proactive as we can, as we always have been. But as we look at the changing in technologies, making sure that we have enough parts on hand, if you will, that are wear parts, but then making sure that we're in communication with our suppliers, vendors, making sure that they have what we need as as quickly as possible to get us back up and running. And it's been a real challenge for them as well. Obviously, they're they're used to having their inventory kind of at the ready, if you will, and, and it's been a challenge for them. 
no different than in the auto industry, whether it's uh, tractors and combines and planters or the uh, pickups that we all rely on. It's been a it's certainly been a challenge these last couple of years. If you're just joining us, welcome to All Civia Co-op Talk. Rodney Bovich is along with us, Chief Operating Officer for All Civia. You know, I can't help but imagine what your spreadsheet looks like these days, Rod. You know, you are now watching your inventory, those trucks, those spreaders, even those parts. You've got so many more locations that you're trying to manage and monitor. I think that would be a challenge, but also a benefit when it comes to available resources, making sure you've got places to put things when they show up. It's got to have been an interesting dynamic you've worked through. Yes, but at the same time, we have all of the same people or many of the same people and overseeing those locations. So it's more locations for us, but the staff is still in those places. So it's really a, a continuing of what the legacy co-ops had before and how we can improve on that. And it has been a very good thing from a resource standpoint, being able to shift our resources when there's been, you know, if you have a spare truck in the fleet, where that can go, and if there is a breakdown, how you can pivot and make those changes and still meet the needs of the, the customer base across our whole footprint. He is their chief operating officer, so he wants to know about it all. Rodney Bolvich, along with us today on our All Civia Co-op Talk, and he, like he said, looking forward to getting back together as member patrons of Alcivia, sharing those resources, sharing those stories, and getting reacquainted. Please do follow along, alcivia.com, or as he said, through their social media channels. Rod Bolvich, he is the Chief Operating Officer for Alcivia, all together now on your Alcivia Co-op Talk. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. If you're interested in a rewarding career with a strong Wisconsin company, Rural Mutual Insurance is looking to add to their growing team of successful employees and agents. Apply online today at RuralMutual.com slash careers. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. We've got Mike North joining us in just a moment from the Platteville location of Everag. We'll take a look at what's influencing our dairy markets this morning. Well, weather is obviously influencing our Wisconsin apple crop this year. Steve Lewis was telling us all about it. He is the owner-operator of Oakwood Fruit Farm in Richland Center, and he says between the cool start that we had this spring, then that sudden warm-up to the 90s, and now moisture in May, he's monitoring his apples not only for growth, but also disease. The main thing that we're worried about is, is in the early season is scab, which is a fungus, and everybody knows, you know, mushrooms kind of start to come out in, in the spring of the season. And so that's, you know, that's our main concern, but its pressure is not, not much different than normal, but that, the, the kind of long, drawn-out spring and then that really abrupt, warm uh, spell we had there a couple weeks ago really uh, condensed everything. We, we went through our bloom in in about a three- or four-day time period, and last year that was about a three-week period. Steve Lewis, apple grower in Richland Center, owner-operator of Oakwood Fruit Farm, and again, it looks like it's going to be a good crop so long as the weather continues to cooperate. 
Well, I don't know if the weather's influencing our grain trade or exactly what's going on. Dow Jones Industrial Average this morning is up 60 points, but our December corn right now is down 8 at 7.15. November soybeans, they're up only a half at 15.13. And July wheat's down 26 cents at 11.22. Yesterday in Chicago, barrel cheese dropped 3 to 2.30. 40-pound block cheese was down 4 at 2.30, but AA butter gained a penny at 2.89 and a half. The June milk this morning is up three at 24.23 a hundredweight. July down nine, currently 24.36 a hundredweight. All right, so what is going on with our dairy complex this morning? Mike North joining us next from Platteville. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You know who tells a great story? Our Tom's Auto Center customers, like Shelly, who recently gave us a five-star review. It reads, more than helpful in explaining repairs in terms I understand and making an appointment that works with my schedule. Thanks, Shelly. Schedule your appointment. Tom'sAutoCenter.com. We'll make sure you get five-star service. Tom's Auto Center. Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. You might want a new kitchen to upgrade the countertops, add soft closed doors and drawers, or improve on the original layout with new wall placement. Actuate Improvement will make your kitchen more livable, all the while helping you increase the value of your entire home. Actuate Improvement is a full-service design and remodeling company specializing in kitchens, baths, and basements. Let's get the conversation started with a complimentary estimate, consultation, and suggestions. ActuateLLC.com Design. Create. Actuate. Huh, nice. Hardwood floor. Or is it? Sounds like a floor. It's not squishy. That's good. Floors aren't supposed to squish. Goes wall to wall, like good floors do. And I'm walking all over it. Usually, a dead giveaway that it's a floor. But it's not a floor. This is a mattress. Charlie Heidel's for 52 days. People like Charlie are scattered all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll supply nearly $400,000 in bedding, furniture, clothing, and household items to people like Charlie. Just one part of the more than $1.4 million in food, shelter, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Thanks again for all your rainfall reports. Two inches on the east side of Madison, 1.7 in Randolph. Uh, let's see, Kim in northeast Pleasant Springs, about 0.8 inches of rain. Randolph, over two inches. I appreciate it. 877 301 Farm. That's 877-301-3276. Weather, not necessarily the overriding factor in our markets today, but instead international conversations. Joining us this morning, one of the principals with EverAg out of the Platteville location, Mike North along with us. So you're telling me the reason our grain trade is into the red ink has something to do with Russia? Is Russia starting to, I don't want to say cave, but uh, is it world demand for grain? Is it trying to put an olive branch in the world marketplace? What's going on? Explain the news of the past 24 hours. 
Well, it's everything that you say, but it's a good chess game too. They're basically saying, remove some sanctions and we will open the ports and allow free flow of grain into the world market. I think they're feeling the pressure for sure. And right now they're wearing a lot of black eyes in the eyes of a lot of their former partners uh, from a, from a trade perspective. So certainly, um, you know, they're feeling some of that pressure, but they're being smart about it too. They're, they're ultimately saying, Hey, look, uh, we'll do this if you remove some sanctions from us. And so um, it, it's a two way street for them, but the very announcement of that story brought corn prices down significantly uh, in yesterday's trade uh, along with wheat and uh, oats, I mean, everything you watched in the small grain sector uh, dropped dramatically yesterday, even uh, felt some pressure in soybeans. But if you went into that Wednesday market, during the day, some of the confidence in Russia's willingness to uphold that the end of their end of that deal seemed to break down as other stories were coming out. And so we're, this is going to be the classic case of don't listen to what they say, watch what they do. And if we in fact see that break down, you'll see grain prices go right back up. But, um, you know, even this morning, as we come through the early hours of the overnight trade, we've got corn back down 10 to 12 beans off another, uh, you know, one to two. And so, uh, excuse me, we trading about 25 to 30 lower across much of the Kansas City and Chicago complexes. Yeah, that is going to be the talk of the trade to see how far and what, you know, like you said, physical actions get taken. Again, Mike North, uh, one of the principals with EverAg along with us. We know you rely on these folks to join us every Thursday for the latest on dairy. So let's pivot and talk about what's going on in dairy, Mike. Uh, you know, yesterday we got that barrel and block cheese back to neutral at 2.30. Uh, what's happening out there with uh, regards to cheese? Not only demand, but I got to wonder about production too. And this whole Abbott Lab things. You know, we had talked about, is any milk going to get diverted to that uh, infant formula? Katie Burgess was on with us and she said, you know, that's such a small market, probably not going to do much there. Tell me what's been going on with cheese production. Yeah, so cheese production has been, uh, of all of the categories, the strongest. And we continue to move milk in that direction. But uh, to your question about the, 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 the production itself, um, you know, end of day, we are seeing continued lack of capacity to take the milk. And it, it, it stems from the same problems we've spoke about now for more than a year. It's, it, it's, it's, it's labor. It's trucks, it's packaging, and all of those seem to just kind of take their turn, but labor being the one that sits firmly in the backdrop, constantly being a problem for plants. And most plants aren't able to run at 100%. I only you know, imagine what things would look like if we had everybody running at 100% capacity, you know, six to seven days a week like they normally do. And, you know, what that ultimately would uh, mean for us in terms of inventory, but we just don't have it. And because we don't, we've been able to keep the you know, volume of cheese uh, in, you know, pretty good check with, with demand. Demand has been relatively solid and that's what's helped keep cheese prices more elevated. I will say this also, we have a lot of growing concerns 
about the future of our economy. The, 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 the R word, if you will, is a normal part of conversation these days for most consumers. And the good news for dairymen is that the consumer doesn't often trade out of dairy. They trade into dairy. So they may give up a steak, but they're going to still order a pizza and have it delivered. And so, you know, as we watch cheese prices, we've been kind of ebbing and flowing between 230 and 240. And that has been a solid underpinning to this class three market. And as we go forward, we don't see a lot of change there, at least right away. Um, you know, this, this, this picture looks uh, pretty, pretty firm in that regard. The problem for class three price has been way. And if you've been watching the way price, way markets have dropped from that 85 cent number back in early February down to 50 cents again, which, you know, historically that's a pretty decent number, but we've taken, you know, about 40% of that top end way value out of the market in the course of the last three and a half months. Yeah. Yeah. And that's still part of the cheese uh, company's bottom line, you know, and that other item goes hand in glove with milk production being flat, if not a little softer across the 24 major dairy producing states. So I guess uh, that capacity issue, uh, flat line on milk production, I assume then at least we're not looking at dumping milk anywhere. We did see and actually still continue to see a little bit of milk get dumped in California. And, you know, again, some of it comes back to capacity uh, from a labor standpoint, but trucking is a huge problem out there and they just don't have the, the wherewithal to move things around. Uh, and so there has been, there's been some milk dumped in the West here during the spring flush that uh, or ordinarily would have made its way to a plant, but it got dumped. Dude, that sounds like another nail in the coffin out there. It's just really rough. Uh, you know, the, the Western dairy market is getting hit from every side. They're lacking labor. They're lacking trucks. They're lacking water. They're lacking feed. Their, you know, cost production is through the roof. They buy a lot of their feed. So with historically high prices, they're paying, you know, incredibly high levels just to stay in business. And and it's a uh, it's it's a troublesome environment laid against what's already been a difficult regulatory backdrop. So it, it it's uh, it's n- it's not an easy place to milk cows. That's Boy, for sure. For sure, Mike North, along with us this morning, one of the principals with Ever Ag. Again, I always encourage you. Every Thursday, we talk with one of their staff. They literally. Uh, cover the United States, if not uh, get and be the globe with all their partners, ever everag.com, that's correct, or is it ever.ag this no, morning? Ever.ag. Ever. 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 Got, got to go yes, something ever. different. Got to go something different. Do you yep. have ever. a ever? Do you have a phone number that we can call? You bet. Uh, you can give us a call at uh, 608-960-4771. That's our Platteville office. All right, dude. Thank you very much, Mike. Have a good one. I hope to catch up with you again soon. I'm looking forward to it, Pam. <laughs> Mike North along with us live this morning from his Platteville office. Like we said, you want to catch up with those guys. They are working.